0: It's a little strange not hanging out in person to come up with podcast topics, but come up with them we will. When we could get together at Audio Tidbits headquarters, getting started was easy. It just happened. Doing this remotely is pretty awkward. I guess whoever wants to get us started should just go for it. I agree that it's pretty strange but I have something to get us started. I listened to Will's take on introverts, and am happy that they now get their own month. I'm thinking that those of us who are climbing the walls should get our own month too, hopefully somewhere other than at home. I'm feeling like I may implode if I don't get out and about soon. I have a new appreciation for having too much to do, too many places to go, too many people to see, and not enough time in the day to get it all done. I wonder why I used to complain about being too busy. I just want to get out of this cage.
1: Being cooped up is definitely getting old. I love my family, but you can get too much togetherness. At least I'm feeling a little overdosed with family closeness. I don't know whether to feel guilty or just shrug and agree that it's actually possible to get too much of a good thing. I'm sure that all of us at my house will be happy when we have things to do and places to go involving other people and other conversations, please. You know it's getting over the top, when my kids are complaining about not being able to get up early, and go to school. I think even the cat is wishing we would all just go away, and leave her alone.
2: I agree. Even at my place, we are definitely getting on each other's nerves. There is a limit to how many conversations I can have about the virus or what is streaming on Netflix. Maybe I can nudge us away from her pity party and toward ideas for episodes of audio tidbits. I suspect our listeners are getting tired of hearing about how bad things are and how tough it is to manage through these very strange times. Once I acknowledge that it's surreal, there isn't much else to say, although everyone keeps saying it anyway.
3: I'm wondering what the rest of you are doing about your cell service. If that's not too much of a topic jump, I was shocked into looking around to see what was out there for cell service. I have four phones on my account and was paying $150 or so per month. I had been with Verizon for years and just never looked into changing. A couple of months ago, the monthly bill came in was $235, with no warning or explanation. The charge just went up $20 per line. At least they got my attention. The lines had unlimited everything but when I checked closer, I was only using 3 or 4 gigs of data a month on 3 of the lines and no data on one line. And unlimited phone calls was excessive to say the least. At any rate, when I discovered that I could get the level of service we were actually using, since we are on Wi-Fi most of the time, for under $50 a month for all four phones, I became a switcher. I am now with Tello.com and saving $180 a month. Texting is unlimited so the kids are not unhappy. We can even make calls to Canada, Mexico and, although I'm not sure why, China, at no extra cost, even though I never call those places. At any rate, I just want to suggest that you and our listeners check to see what you are actually paying for as compared to how much service you regularly use, along with how
1: much it is costing. You may be as shocked as I was. Thanks for the tip. We only have two lines but I'm going to give it a look. We try to keep our utility bills down as much as we can without getting too carried away but I haven't given much thought to our cell bill other than complaining about it. That makes me wonder what else we just let drift for no better reason than that it's how we've done it for a long time. Your example is saving you money but are there other things we do out of habit when there are better choices if we would only stop and think about it?
4: Now there's a thought. Why we do what we do or how we decide what we decide are actually serious questions we seldom ask and even less often consider changing. We really are creatures of habit. When we think we are in the groove, maybe we are just in a rut. I was listening to a podcast talking about cognitive bias. It's a little like prejudice but much more subtle and pervasive. We tend to have people Things and situations classified and categorized back in our brains somewhere and usually aren't even aware of it. This is good and that is bad. This is acceptable and that isn't. I like that and don't like this. This is familiar and that is strange. And on and on. We just don't stop to think about it. It just is.
1: Even when we do think about it, it's not always very clear. I have an apartment neighbor who I think is a bit shady. I was wondering why I think that but couldn't figure it out. I just do. That's probably an example of cognitive bias, I suppose. I guess it runs the gambit from self-service bills to shady neighbors. It seems that there is a lot going on back there in the deep recesses of our brains that even we aren't aware of. Now just how weird is that?
2: It's definitely strange and something to spend some more time considering. Unfortunately, we have used up our time for now. Let's get back together soon, though. I know we have a lot to talk about.
0: And for now, be well, do well, and keep safe.